What is going on, Boda Sports World? It is your boy, the Soggy One, coming at you. It is November 26, 2019. With me, I have, as always, James and Chris, aka the one who is trying to figure out how to change the TV channel to watch the Bruins game. What's going on, boys? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, living great, man. Like What's that? <laughs> we just had a little mishap <laughs> on camera, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> James Keep drank beer too fast. Keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Well, this week, uh, hopefully, we don't have any more beer spills down James James's gullet. But um, our uh, quick summary of what we're doing for this episode, guys. We're gonna go over a little bit of news, and then we're gonna do our uh, week 12 recap. Um, for the NFL. Um, so I guess the big news for this week um, coming up, it's going to be the Browns-Steelers rematch. Um, everyone's going to want to see what's going to come out of that. Um, personally, I don't really think much because Miles Garrett isn't playing. Marquise Pouncey isn't playing. Uh, the NFL is watching. Well, yeah, the NFL is always watching. Though. Well, that, that is how they on them now. They're ready to hand out suspensions, find more fines. It's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it will. I mean, I think if it's a close, if it's a close game, it'll it'll get chippy. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't they're, think it. They are bad. in Pittsburgh too. They're not at first energy. They Ooh, are. See that? Yeah. That, okay. All right. That might change because Pittsburgh fans are uh, brutal. They're brutal. like they're like diet Philly fans, except not like weight wise. <laughs> diet like, Philly fans. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're Philly light. It's like extreme. It's like extreme Mr. Pip kind of thing, right? Well, how about the Browns um, smashing a Mason Rudolph pinata? I was about to talk oh. about that, the pinata. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Very trashy. I think that's a little <laughs> too far. Yeah, I mean, you know, we are talking about the city of Cleveland here, James, and uh, I don't really think I've heard anything good besides LeBron James took him out of Cleveland, Ohio, so called Believeland. Johnny Mandel, if you want your coke hookup, you know who to go to. Anyways, moving on, people, from, from drug-related discussions. Um, we had... Their podcast. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we had some, uh, what I thought were absolute god-level saves uh, in the NHL this past week in uh, Tuka Rask and Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, I wrote about this in a blog. Um, I also talked about it on the Hockey Podcast a little bit. Um, that I unfortunately had to take down because of the just disgusting quality of audio. Anyways, um, these uh, these two saves were amazing. Um, I honestly was in shock when I first saw them. Um, I was watching the Bruins game live when I saw that. Um, I mean, the fact that he grabbed uh, Puck coming at him about like 60 miles an hour with his bare hand. Chris knows what that feels like. I have video proof of me doing the same thing, um, exact same timing. Um, General Sow's chicken. Is is that what? Are we, why are we typing this, boys? Can you continue with the podcast, please? Side discussion. Yeah. Please, um, please let's limit the side discussions today, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, my fault. Not my fault. All right. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury made an amazing um, diving glove save um, against the Maple Leafs last Tuesday. Um, both of the saves were incredible in their own right. Anyways, what I was saying is that um, Tuka Rask and Marc-Andre Fleury had some pretty amazing saves in the NHL this past week. Um, overall, it was a really good week for goaltending in the league, um, and I thought that is pretty big news. Um, especially in a league where goal scoring is almost at an all-time high, um, it, it's nice to see that goaltenders are doing their job and performing at such a high level. Um... um uh, my big uh, my big news of the week here, ladies and gentlemen, is that James was 100% wrong about Clemson. They are yeah, sitting um, at the right three in. spot in the college right playoffs. Right no. um, don't listen to James anymore. His college football takes are absolute general South chicken, as they wrote in the... Um, yeah. In the... <laughs> to be fair, when I wrote, I was very secure on it being right. Uh, they weren't the team they were. Trevor Lawrence looked off. He is now balling. Etienne looks phenomenal. I'll never know how to actually pronounce his name. They are, they're balling out. And it's very unfortunate they play my Gamecocks this week. 
I'm ready for the Well, thunder. we'll see. We'll see how they do. And Zach, I just added this in real quick. Uh, news that no one in Boda actually cares about. You and I are in, in the uh, fantasy version of the James vs. Zach Bowl. We are playing in two different leagues this week. Ooh, Mashed okay. Up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we are in the well, family league. And I um, I um, I demolished your girlfriend this past week in fantasy. Who hasn't? Am I right? Uh, uh, I haven't. I respect you as a man and your privacy with your feet. So, anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on, guys, to our week twelve recap. Yeah, baby. Um, alright, so first game we have on Slay here was that Browns and Dolphins game. Um, the Browns win that game 41-24. The Dolphins suck eggs again. Complete accurate statement. No fallacies there. Um, no, <laughs> James, hey, uh, James have... sent, us, sent us all a text. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, they, they were bad. There, there's nothing else you can really say about it. Like, they were bad. Zach's about to talk about it. I texted the group when I looked. It was 28-3. to The Dolphins immediately scored two touchdowns to bring it back. And then I got worried. I was scared. And then the Browns ended up... I think they only got a field goal the rest of the game. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was just another field goal. And the Browns ended up routing them. So that was nice. My boy, Baker had a great day. Are you worried that the Browns let the Dolphins score 24 points, though? Well, to be fair, like... It, it, it showed at one point like why we need these defensive pieces. They were short three key defensive players in Garrett, Onjagobi. Yep. They get back next. No, he might. Is he in for Pittsburgh? I don't know if he's in for Pittsburgh. I have to look at his suspension. But him and Olivier. They get, they get Onjagobi back because he's only suspended one game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's only I one. I think so too. But so he'll hopefully be back. Hopefully Vernon's back. Vernon's had a great year, low key, but like. Miles Garrett not being on the edge and allowing them to have more time in the pocket has really, really shown and letting a bad Miami team get like a good jump back into it. Thankfully, they managed. The Browns were able to capitalize in the red zone, which was very rare. I think they only had one missed opportunity. Um, OBJ finally got back in the score sheet, 84 yards and a touchdown. That's two on the year, which I was shocked to read. It's actually only 200 yards off of a thousand yard season, which is nice. Um, but it was a Jarvis revenge game for sure. Ten receptions, 148 yards, two touchdowns. He balled out this week. In my fantasy league. Yeah. No, it was it was a good fantasy week for a lot of people, man. What's up? After a couple like after a couple downs, it was a it was a sell high kind of week. Um, another thing, the Browns really did a good job spreading the ball well. Um, they uh, a little more involved this week, and they get his first rushing touchdown back. Chubb, they dialed back a little bit, but he still had a great game. I have to—I don't know his stat off the top of my head. But then Baker was spreading the ball well. Only had one interception. That's his first interception he's thrown since New England. So I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all in, baby. I'm still in. We have a 99% chance if we win out. 76, I think, percent. 76 or 75% chance if we lose to the Ravens. I am ready to get heartbroken. Yep. Now, here's like, I, like I said earlier, James, you, you're going to get built up and then tore down all in the same what? season. Sorry, buddy. How far, no, do you yeah, think, how far do you think the Browns can make it? If, let's say they're wild. Oh, maybe out of the first round. Maybe out of the wild card game. Who do you think they'll play in the wild card? Uh, I don't know. Miami, hopefully. Jeez, probably. It would be the Bills. It would be the Bills, right? Uh, I no, it would be the, the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it would be the fuck. It would be the Chiefs. Oh, it would be the Chiefs. You're right. Chiefs. Yeah, Pats and Ravens yeah, will most likely be our one and two seeds. Holy shit! They'll have to play the Chiefs in the wild card. <laughs> you know, I haven't yeah, thought luck. of that until right now. <laughs> Not feeling great. Feels like yeah, that's yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a depressing thought for you, there, good boy. Yeah. No, it's not feeling good right now. <laughs> Still high, though. Let's get in the playoffs, baby. Uh, what else do we got for that one? Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah. Forgot Alan Hearns plays for the Dolphins. That that was interesting. He had a, he had a game. You're welcome for the Dolphins. I forgot about that, too. Did he get traded from the Cowboys immediately? Because I remember he was a Cowboy, no, I, and then... I think they cut him. 
in the offseason. I'm, I'm almost so it would make sense why he put an Achilles injury last year, right? Yes. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alan Hearns had the Achilles injury last year, right? Oh, I don't I don't remember. No, he was on the Jags last year. No, he was on the Cowboys. Oh, was. Hey, you're right, you're right. The Cowboys. Um, yeah, that and like I said... Hey guys, let's move on from, the, uh, let's move on from the Browns-Dolphins game. There's not much else to really go off of except the fact that James, uh, his Baker Mayfield jersey is saved. That's about it. <laughs> it's hanging up in the background as for everyone to see if he posts this on YouTube. Uh, moving on, Redskins-Lions. Um, probably the biggest upset in NFL history here. The Redskins take the um, undefeated Lions. Um, no, yeah, no. Not, no. It, no. Who cares about this game? Redskins win 19-16. Dwayne Haskins doesn't report for the last snap because he's too busy taking a selfie with a fan. Um... Also, Dwayne Haskins, still not good. No, not good at all. No. He had a very flat game for winning that one. I think he only had like 100-odd yards. Why 156 and an interception. So, he, so he's not yeah, good. Not too good. He's missing the last snap just to take a selfie because they won yeah, the game. Yeah, no, that's, that's a bad look on my end. It's, I agree. That looks horrible. No, and you think of like, you think the Some quarterback... People... With that he's not one of them. I'm not big on Ohio State quarterbacks. I wasn't big on him. I thought he fell to a decent place. But I don't know. I think Dwayne Haskins isn't the answer in Washington. I don't think. Uh, to be fair, they have an interim coach right now, and he was coached by Jay Gruden to start. So we could be <laughs> with the right coach. That's fair. It's going to be a Josh Allen situation I mean, where we wait. He is. He is. He is also. Part of arguably the worst franchise in any of the major sports. So, the fact that you and Drew haven't been on this podcast in the same time with these takes has been amazing. Because Drew, I think, talked about the Redskins being the worst franchise last week. You're back on it, but then I was trying to defend you and your Bengals take from a few weeks ago. It's just a bit. Well, no, no, no. So, not talking. So about this it. is this is my this is my thing about the Bengals take. Okay. The, the reason I am so harsh on the Bengals is because they've had chances to actually win a playoff game. It's not like yeah. they've they've just sneaked in. Like they've won the AFC North a, the couple, a couple of times in the past ten years. They've yeah. they've they've even had a first round bye one year for Christ's sake, and they didn't win a playoff game because they suck. I don't care how many games you win during the regular season. If you don't have postseason success, you're a terrible franchise. Sorry. That is kind of how it goes. You got you got to perform all year if you want to be a good franchise. Exactly. Brown, the like again, the the Browns have been in the playoffs what once in the past twenty years. I think so. They I think they played the Patriots in like two thousand four or five or something like that, and they got smacked. Yeah. But they won a playoff game though because they won Wild Card Weekend. That's more than that's more than the the, the Bengals can say. <laughs> You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong, and they have a lot. Yeah, of, there's I, not I a, will stick. I will stick by that Bengals. You'll stick by the Bengals take. I'll stick by that. Die. I'm sticking by that until I die. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we got Jets and Raiders. Um, I would say this is probably the biggest upset of the week. Um, the Raiders have been a pretty decent team all year. Like you know, obviously they're six and five now. They're right, kind of in the middle of the pack. They're in the hunt for a playoff spot. I thought they would be able to handle a Jets team that kind of is like has wow. been mostly down, but it has had some good moments during the year, like the win against the Cowboys. Um, I boy was I wrong, 34-3 in favor of the Jets. Um, Dude, you thought you Sam, were wrong. Sam last week, where uh, the, the Raiders shouldn't be worried about this game. Guess who was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Another um, bad James take. Um, yeah, I mean, but. I don't think anyone would have predicted that the Jets would absolutely destroy them. I mean, they beat them by 31. That's like that's insane. It's a big split. Um, like the, again, the, to show though that the Jets have potential if they actually play to their capabilities, but they never do. No, they, like they, they never they're do. They're underperforming. Are you guys worried? They are. About they're very. They're very so underperforming. 
Yeah. Well, um, I, uh, I, I'd like to think that the Jets are probably not going to uh, keep Le'Veon Bell around much longer. Um, he just hasn't been the same back as he was in, in, in Pittsburgh. I think a lot of that has to do with the offensive line that they surround him with. Um, the Jets' offense, offensive line isn't isn't that great. Um, in, in Pittsburgh, he had a top off five offensive line almost every year. So right, valid system running back man. Uh, the other story out of that I mean, is going to be. Oh, sorry. We can keep talking about Le'Veon. Let's chat Bell. Bell chat. Oh no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say it's 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 um you know it's the first season under a new team. Um, I. I'm hesitant to say that he's a like a system running back um, right now because of the seasons that he has had have been just like transcendent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I would I would give him another year, but if he if he if he performs like he is now next year, then I'd be willing to say okay, like the proof is there. He has two seasons under another team. Um, he just does not. Oh, what a goal! Oh my goodness. You're right. Lay Seven one Bruins. <laughs> Sorry, you can't watch the damn game. No. He... Um, the other big story to come out of that is Sam Darnold partying after the game, and I'm gonna get into this with like a, a Another... Jared Goffmer, but I was here's the thing: if you're he's a 22 year old dude, Jared Goff is 25, right? They're both both quarterbacks in major cities. They're both star quarterbacks in major cities um especially yeah, Goff get paid big old quotation marks there so i was <laughs> there were quotation marks in that for those of you who are listening um can you really blame them they're just doing 20 year old things man like if i was in the same position i'd, can I'd I, probably be part can of I blame them? No. Can i blame them not at all no but it, i mean if you're gonna pay a guy whatever golf guy i think 130 or whatever something ridiculous you're going to want him to perform. If you're going to waste a first-round pick on Darnold, you're going to want him to perform without having to party on top of that. Mm-hmm. Not Manziel levels of partying. See, here, here's party. my thing. Here's my thing about about both of them. So, for, for you know, obviously it's kind of both. It's kind of the same thing for both of them. However, they're both teams are at completely different points of the season. You know. Bams are still fighting for a wild card spot. I don't. They're definitely. I don't think they're gonna get one because they're sitting at six and five, and the last the the last wild card spot is being held by an eight and three team. So I don't. I don't see them making the wild making the playoffs this year. They're coming off a Super Bowl loss. Like they made it to the Super Bowl last year. So for him to be out partying like during the season and not getting over that like I, I feel like he's using it as a mechanism to try to get over that Super Bowl loss and it's just like obviously it's showing in his play because he's played like absolute dog crap this year I agree they should put in Blake Bortles agreed <laughs> let the boat <laughs> don't know about that one take the boat out of the dock I want let it sail, uh, let the boat no one, sail no one needs no one needs let we don't the need boat, boat. Sail, we don't need more boat no, no more no boat no boat, no more boat. All right. Um. Um. The thing with Sam Darnold is like, yeah, I get it. Like, he had mono at the beginning of the year, and he's. I. I, I honestly, I want to say he's played better than than Jared Goff has this year, even though he's played less I games. I, I, I mean, since like the Patriots game where he like looked, he looked like he was seeing the ghosts of his dead parents, or. If he had to, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Dead that was, parents? That was, Wait a minute, I just put that one together. Um, weird. I think his parents are still alive. He looks very much so like you would punch him and he would complain to his dad, who's a lawyer. But, um... Yeah, that's... No, I just meant like, I just meant like if, like, you, if you, like, saw family members from beyond the grave kind of thing. I don't think his... I don't know if his parents... That's, that wasn't what I was trying to get at, but you got what I'm saying, so... Yeah, let's go Giants Bears. <laughs> yeah, let's stop talking about dead parents now. Anyways, yeah, let's stop um, talking about. Yeah, the Bears still don't. <clears throat> yeah, the, the 
the, uh, the Bears don't know how to use running backs. Um, they still don't know how to use running backs. I don't think they ever will know how to use a running back. Um, I think maybe we should call Walter Payton um, and see if he can still walk. Maybe they could get him in there. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, they're doomed. If you look at the stat line and they don't have bad running backs, Tariq Cohen, six carries for 25. David Montgomery, 13 for 22. Montgomery. <laughs> they're uh, their leading rusher. They, or they're only don't forget at one point they had Jordan. They had, they had Jordan Howard. At one yeah. point they had Jordan. Yeah, they had Jordan Howard and then they traded him away. And they still have Terry Cohen. David Montgomery is not a bad running back by any means. No, he's solid, man. He's got, he's got ability. He's got potential. Uh, but I, I, I think it's just a small like thing of why... I mean, they won this game. They won this game. You can't take that away. But there's still a lot more issues that they need to work on to fix that. Like, fix everything. Uh, Mitch is still underperforming. Matt Nagy is calling weird shit. He, I don't know what happened to him in the offseason. Khalil Mack needs to pick it up. There's a lot of aspects. And then, I mean, the Giants, like, on the other side of the ball... They're just kind of injury prone. They have a good young team. They have a lot of good pieces, a couple more things to fit in and plug and play. They could be back at NFC East contention next year. I, I don't think I would look too much into this loss. Uh, no, I, I can agree with that. I'll agree with that. I think they could. I mean, with, I mean, um, you know, the article I wrote <laughs> earlier this week about the NFC East <laughs> just being an absolute uh, just shitstorm. Um, I, I mean, there's definitely potential for three out of four of those teams to to have you know to have the division lead next year washington will not even be close but um yeah. i could see the giants maybe if having a full year of daniel jones um could benefit them especially if saquon's fully healthy their wide receivers are fully healthy Evan Ingram's fully healthy so i mean they've had a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball um so i i, I definitely agree with you i think if they can stay healthy um they could push for the NFC East because um, the Cowboys and Eagles have done nothing this year to prove to me that they can win it next year. Um, no. They have honestly like the the thing the thing about like these divisions or playoff spots is that someone's gonna win the NFC East and like right now honestly like I don't think any of those teams deserve it. So. <laughs> No, I don't think so either. I think it's a very Less weak division right now, all around. I think there's a lot of potential in there. I think as much as this like stabs me through the heart to say, and we'll get to this later, I think the Cowboys are your best division. I don't think that's hidden, or the best in that division. I don't think that's hidden at all. Once they get rid of Jason not Garrett, by, uh, not, not by much. Not by much. No? No. Not by much. Okay. I'm going to explain to you why I think the Eagles are the best team in that division. Ready? All right. State your case. Cowboys are 6 and 5. Yes. Name name me name me the teams that they have won against. It's a good question. I actually don't know, but it hasn't been a fantastic run. I know that much. All 6 teams have been under 500. Yep. 5 the 5 losses that they've had. Four of them Four of them came against teams over 500. The fifth one against the New York Jets. So yeah, I'm, okay. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now, and we're looking at wins against the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Jets beat them, the Eagles, the Giants again, and the Lions. Yep. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. I mean, some not, of those teams not very good. Be a lot better. And also, also, don't yeah. forget. The uh, that game against the Lions, they almost they almost lit up gave up the lead. Uh, I don't I, I believe the Lions were uh, mounting a last minute comeback, and I think they coughed the ball up. But I mean, they were still really close to uh, <laughs> giving up that lead. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I definitely so, don't think the Cowboys are the best in the division. Yeah, I, I understand the record shows that they're six and five. The Eagles are five and six, but I I really think the Eagles are the better team. The Eagles are extremely, extremely banged up. They don't have their three out of their four top wide receivers. Their secondary is beat to shit. Um, and 
with all with with all those injuries, they somehow are still five and six. Um, they had two decent wins against the Packers and the Bills, who are both over five hundred. Um, and they kept a pretty close game with the Patriots and even the Seahawks. Um, but I just think I I I mean, unless they can get healthy within the next couple of weeks, I I do think Dallas will take the division. Um, but I don't think they deserve it. Nor do I think the Eagles deserve it. But I mean, if any team really should get the division, it should be the Eagles. Because um, Dallas is relatively healthy and they're six and five. They just cannot win in prime time. Yeah. Chris, you got any thoughts on this? No. <laughs> I Exactly what Zach says. I don't think. Um... I'm still trying to figure out my remote, dude. This is pissing me off. How old are you? <laughs> are you still on the damn TV remote? Are you kidding me right now? I have new batteries in it. It's just not working. All right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna divert us ahead. We're gonna bounce back to another game. But since we're already talking about the Eagles, Zach, let's go into the Seahawks Eagles. Yeah. Real quick. Eagles drop. Sure, yeah. Let's move, move on. Yeah. Yeah. So that game was only an eight-point game. Um, Seahawks take that game 17-9. Um, so if not for Rashad Penny, this would have been a very, very close game. Um, like Even closer. I mean, eight points is, is decently close. But um, Rashad Penny had 129 yards and a touchdown. Um, Russell Wilson um, did not have a good game. Chris Carson was a complete negative in this game, which is a surprise. Um because Chris Carson is probably one of the most reliable running backs in the league. Um, and he just did not have a good game. I don't know what was wrong with him that game. Um, I have no I idea. Mean, 26 yards of the day. I mean, Russell still, Russell like had 201 and one, but with the weapons he has and the way he's been spreading the ball, that should not be what he's putting up. Especially at 13 and 20, or 13 for 25. He's throwing better than that. Especially, this is something we were talking about yeah. being candidate earlier this year which i mean he's still in the conversation but lamar just knocked you down <laughs> lamar's there now yeah L- L- lamar jackson has been uh solidifying his his spot i mean uh lamar has taken <laughs> afc and just handed them a mug that's or is getting handed mugs from other afc teams this is his world's best dad so not wrong no. That's the Kevin only Brown. saving grace of the season for you, though, Mr. James, is that your Browns did, in fact, beat these Ravens early in the season. We beat them pretty good, too. Give them a little... Uh... Yeah, it was 40-25. Yeah. It was a good game. It was fun Too to watch. Bad. We'll see what happens yeah. three weeks, three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to be um, good. Yeah, so um definitely gonna move on to this carson wentz take here carson wentz is definitely not the guy for philly um i oh chris has thoughts other than hurt chris let's hear it Uh, Uh, yeah chris talk to me talk to me about carson since nick Foles came in the first year when uh what did wentz do break his leg ACL tear? Uh, no, I think he tore his ACL. Tore his ACL was the first. I, and everyone jumped right back on Nick Foles and then right back on Carson Wentz, and they got rid of Foles. I've, we've been saying it. I, I know I talked to both of you about it. Is Wentz looks great. Well, no, that's not true. Don't don't forget. Don't forget um, last year, uh, Foles played for the Eagles in the playoffs when Carson Wentz got hurt. Yeah. So twice, that's what I mean. Twice, two years in a row, they turned. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. I got what you're saying. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we're going to stick with Carson Wentz. We believe he's the one. He has really no playoff experience because Nick Foles has done all of it. And no, I he don't like Carson Wentz. I don't think he's as good as they as it seems. He has a, some great games, don't get me wrong. I think he's a lost cause. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't I'm, think he's a lost cause. I just don't think he's the right guy for Philadelphia. Um, it, it just, I, I watched. What's that? Look at some of the throws he was throwing the other day. I mean, yeah, and they that, were, that, that's, that's what I was saying. I watched that game. 
Sorry. Not bad. Hand up. No, it's okay. I was saying I watched I watched that game and he was he was not throwing the ball well at all. He hasn't really been throwing the ball well all year. Yeah. Fair, he's had to make a lot no, happen. No, he has. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not in on him, man. I'm out on Wentz. I am. I have a lot of friends in Philly that are gonna hate me for that, but I'm out on Wentz. I think y'all fucked up. Yeah, I. I just think once Wentz got his money and he got injured, I mean, he's been injured twice already in the past two years. Yes, I understand he was up for the MVP in, you know, the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but he got hurt, and then the next year he didn't play as well. He's only been um, devolving as a quarterback. I was saying his mobility's gone, and that was kind of a big thing for him, you know? Right, I mean... It's it's hard, especially especially for someone who doesn't train to run like that. So like, you know, for someone like Julian Edelman, like yeah, his mobility is gonna take a hit, but he trains to to run and you know catch the ball, and he trains his leg to um, withstand that kind of you know the kind of uh, pressure and force that he's putting on it when he's running. Carson yeah. Wentz, you know, as quarterback, like. You're only using that for stability. So, like, I mean, how much is he really going to be uh, growing, you know, growing that that uh, stability back, you know? No, you're right. Car- or you're right. Julian Edelman is the best quarterback in the NFC East. Agreed. I, I have to agree with you. I just want to keep you guys updated here. The exit button on my remote is stuck. I fixed it. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad we found out why your remote wasn't working, Chris. All right, so let's uh, let's let's get off of Carson Wentz. I think I think we've said enough there. Yeah, we uh, talked enough shit about him. Yeah. You guys want to talk some Panthers Saints? Um, I do want to mention. Oh. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh. I just wanted to mention a couple stats. Um, so this is from my article a couple days ago. The NFC East is the worst division. Um, in the NFL right now, I know everyone says, "Oh, the AFC East is so bad. Oh, the Patriots win all the time because the AFC East sucks." Yeah, ready? NFC East, their total point differential is minus 135 on the season. They have a total of two wins against teams at or above 500 this year. The Patriots and the 49ers have more wins than the Eagles. The Redskins and the Giants combined this year. You want to tell me the AFC East sucks? Look at the NFC East, guys. Come on. The NFC East is dog shit this year. Absolute dog shit. Dookie, 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 dookie. That was my that was my rant about the NFC East. Let's keep it in the NFC. Let's talk South. Let's talk Panthers Saints. Panthers 31, Saints 34. Okay. Uh, shock anybody? A little bit. I'm a little, I'm shocked the Panthers brought it that far. Yep. Kyle Allen had a solid day with 256 and three touchdowns. So Mr. Inconsistent keeps it going. Mr. I'm not sure if he's the guy keeps it going. Um, they missed a kick late. And the Saints can secure their playoff spot with a win this week. How do you feel about that? The Saints are good. I'm glad it's, to see you. Um, no, I, I, I'm 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 glad I like the Saints. Um, I just think that um, it's weird. It's weird that they're the team that can lock up a playoff spot this this coming week. Um, Thank you know, I, I guess I guess looking at all the divisions, I think I think I mean besides I would say besides the NFC, the AFC North, all the other divisions actually have pretty close close races. I mean. The NFC West has the 49ers and Seahawks that are both within one game of each other. The um, NFC South is like a three-way race for first place. They're all within one game of each other. The NFC? Um, uh, NFC North have the Packers and the the Vikings who are within one game of each other. um, I guess it's not that surprising because the Saints are what? uh, What are they? 9-2 now? 9-2. The Panthers are behind them at 5-6. Yeah, so I mean, they they have the biggest lead in a division out of any of the other teams, because um, the uh, 
Steelers are six and five, right? Steelers are in fact six and five. Right. So um, even the Ravens um, have one less less of a game lead. Yeah. All right. Well, that I, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. That uh, I think the Saints are. I've always been vocal. I I like Drew Brees, but the Saints all around. I mean, honestly, Michael Thomas. They have a vicious backfield, Kamara, and then if you don't want to give it to him, you got Latavius Murray back there. I, it's a dual threat, I think. I think they can really win on any way of the ball. Dude, how about Sean Payton kind of whipping his dick around? He like he said he wasn't gonna, or like they're like we need to get the ball to Kamara more, and he ran like I forget how many plays off the bat just giving it to Kamara out of halftime. It, it was it was just swinging that thing around. I didn't just see that. Thing they handed to him uh, every single play. Yeah, I think it was like five, four or five straight plays that went to off of half. Like he talked about it in half, kept going, and then yeah, uh, yeah. And that's not a dude. Listen, Sean, season. if Sean Payton, if Sean Payton is anything, he is a man of his word. Yeah. If he's telling you he's gonna hand that ball off to Alvin Kamara. Bet your ass he's going to take his giant ass Saints penis and shove it right up the ass of the Panthers fans everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, on the Panthers side of the ball, Luke Keekley looked really good. Luke Keekley always looked good. That's a, I mean, Keekly, he almost yeah, Luke, Luke the Saints a little bit. He held the Saints. I, I mean, the whole Panthers defense did not look terrible by any means. But... But yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, they held the game closer than it could have been. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that, you're that's not... true. I mean, I... nope, no, no. I, I think I think it was a really good game. Um, I just I think I think this this is the game that shows what separates um a winning team against a, a losing team. Really, I mean, you know, you you have a 26, 28 yard field goal and you can't hit it, and then. All of a sudden, uh, it's, it's the, the, all the Saints have to do is toss the ball to Michael Thomas a couple times, and they have a win. So, what a goal! Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, gonna... Bruins just scored again. It's now eight-one. This is great. You get live Bruins scores from the day before. <laughs> if you didn't watch, get ready for the Thunder. Um, hey, I'm gonna keep it rolling here. I'll, I'll keep it going. I'll pass it back to Zach in a second. I'll take over on the Broncos Bills. But the Bucks 35, Falcons 22, bottom of the NFC South, fighting it out. Jameis had a Jameis stat line, as he does every week. 313, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Chris Godwin had a game. He is a fantasy icon. He won me, but like, three of my leagues this week. And Matt Ryan on the other end of the ball. One interception, 271 yards. Still kind of meh. Meh. Yeah. Meh. I mean... I guess the good thing for him is that there's only ever been one other halfway decent BC quarterback, and that was Doug Flutie, so I guess he has that going for him. Other than that, um, yeah, Matt Ryan, not so good this week. Still alive, just retired, RIP Doug. Yeah, no, he is the Eagles riding high, riding high on pride. That's because they haven't had much to be proud about this uh, college football season. Also, Quick, fuck Benny Hill. Fuck any fantasy expert told me to play Benny Hill. <laughs> Eat my ass. <laughs> That's a bullshit. All right, he has done nothing in two weeks. No. Everybody, Matthew Berry, every every single person was like, pick up Benny Hill. He's only open. And I was like, oh, I liked Benny Hill. I saw him play like one time in college. Guess what? Screw me. Now I have Benny Hill on a roster spot. Nothing to do with it. Right. I have two things to focus on this game. One, has Godwin replaced Mike Evans? No. Mike Evans is quiet. He has done... I don't think he's done much. Okay. Again, Mike (laughs) Evans is taking all of the top coverages. So if you take... So has Godwin replaced Evans as the top receiver for that team? Because now Evans has all the coverage. Oh, okay. So for that for that team stat wise, yes, obviously. That I mean that's easy. You just look at the stats. However, like scheme wise, no. Mike Evans is still the number one wide receiver. 
like I said before, he's getting all the top coverage every every week, week in and week out. He's getting the team's best coverage, either whether it's cornerback, safety. Uh, if they ever want to put a linebacker on him, good luck to that team. But you, you get what I'm saying, you know. So, right. um, it's just it uh, it's opening up things for Chris Godwin, and, and I mean, it, how could it not? Like you know, you only have so many defensive backs on the field, and Chris Godwin's a exactly. hard dude. Unless you're playing, yeah. That's, he is. I, I mean, he don't get me wrong. I think he's a good wide receiver. Um, I mean. I definitely think if any if, if this this year you know it's his break it's definitely his breakout season I think he's done fantastic um, I don't I, I wouldn't I, I'm hesitant to call him elite um, you know one good season isn't enough for me to call someone elite um, yeah the last Bucks players that have because you know if had one good season we called elite was OJ Howard and we're seeing how that's working out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not only that, like if I if I was to do that, then I'd have to call Peyton Hillis elite, and I will never call Peyton Hillis elite. And okay, moving on because we are, and that and that is the uh, that was my uh, trigger warning of, of of the week when I bring up the name Peyton Hillis. <laughs> James just starts having an aneurysm. Okay, back to the bus real yeah. quick. How Jameis Winston now holds the most interceptions in the league at 19 or is it 20 now uh 20 20 which is now more than touchdowns he's thrown correct yes very much so hey that's terrible not surprised starting i do not know three touchdowns 313 yards isn't bad but when you have 20 interceptions on you I, I still don't understand it. That, that's yeah. horrible. Well, here, here's the question. Who's their backup quarterback? And this is a serious question because I have no fucking idea. I'll look it up right now. Let's keep talking. I'll, yeah. I'll get this up. You up? Uh, yeah, you look up You look up and see who the Bucks' backup quarterback is. I'll move on be, to Bills and Broncos. That would either be who? Ryan Griffin oh, here we go. or Blaine Gabbert. Oh, God. Okay. That's why you're starting James Winston. Blake Gabbert hasn't started for a team since he was on the 49ers. Oh, God, yeah. Ryan Griffin and Blaine Gabbert. Those are the two other options you have at quarterback if you're a Bucks fan. How I, I need I need to know. James, I, I want you to go out on the streets of Tampa Bay and ask them how it feels to know that James Winston is the third best quarterback on that team. We'll see. Next time there's a four o'clock game, I'll grab a microphone and I'll just go to the stadium and tell get my thoughts on James. Please do. I'll we'll, we'll make some comments. Go to sports live coverage of just, of the fans' reactions. From my perspective, why not try someone else? It, it can't be worse than twenty interceptions in, over ten games. Sure, let's sure let's throw in Blaine Gabbert. What could possibly go wrong? That's Have we seen a fine statement? Him start. I don't know about you, but I watched Blaine Gabbert when he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I don't think I've ever seen a more pathetic quarterback in my entire life. And I watched tape on Ryan Leaf, and I saw Jamarcus Russell play, and that's saying something. Why well, I, I just so, why you would keep Jamison Blaine when he throws statistically he throws what would that be? I, I want to see his. He probably throws an interception every 10 passes. Okay. I understand that's the case, but if you if you put Blaine Gabbert in, you're getting the same interception numbers that's with 10 less touchdowns. How do you know? How do you know if we haven't seen it? Because Bla- he's done it before. Blaine Gabbert is a pick machine. He forces the ball into tight spots that are not there. I'm just saying you have options. All I right, let's let's keep it rolling. Yeah. Anyways, enough about Blaine Gabbert. I don't tag, want to talk about that man anymore. Tag it in. Let's talk. Okay, Bills, Broncos. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, Brandon Allen was not the worst quarterback on the field for uh, Josh that game. No, I'm kidding. Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen had a decent game. I'm still not going to give him credit. I still don't believe in Josh Allen, but I believe in the Bills defense. Um, Brandon Allen, however, had 82 yards and an interception on uh, 10 completions. That's terrible. I, mean, I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't. I don't think anyone. Yeah, I just that was that's that's god awful. I, I don't even know how you can consider yourself a quarterback at that point. I don't know how you're in the NFL at that rate, but he is, and he's starting. Put it in Drew Lock. Yep. Just end your misery, Broncos. You know who the you know you know who the Broncos should get? Blaine Gabbert. They should put Blaine, Blaine Gabbert in, and they would the win NFL. some games. Fucking, I hate playing Cameron. Anyways, uh, Devin, Devin Singletary had a really good game. Uh, 106 rushing yards. <laughs> Jesus, enough about playing Cameron. Uh, yeah, Devin Singletary um, had a really good game. 106 rushing yards. What? Oh, my God. They're, you're just talking shit about that. Blaine Gabbert sucks. Get over it. Um... Broncos are underperforming. They're going to keep underperforming. They need a lot of pieces. Cortland Sutton's a great receiver. We talk about it every week. Move on. Get over Bills are going to the playoffs. Okay. What else do you want? Okay. Nothing. Steelers, 16. Bengals, 10. The Bengals were winning for a hot second, and then they weren't. Um, <laughs> Duck comes into the game. Um uh, Mason sucked ass. Yeah, Mason Rudolph looked terrible. I think halfway through. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't even tell you the name of their backup quarterback, but I know he threw 93 yards and two passes right when he got on the field. So Devin Hodges, baby! Duck Hodges. I don't know how I know that. I just like that his name's Duck. That's a great nickname. Why it's not bad. Mess not bad. Quarterback also... What's up, also, the uh, the Ryan Finley experiment is over after, what, two yeah. weeks? Uh, he has been benched for Andy Dalton next week. Lovely. More Andy Dalton. Just what this Great. league needed. You know how Moving you on. Do Titans 42. What is wrong with you, I... Guys, Blaine Gabbard, Andy oh. Dalton. You're na- we're, naming court- we're naming quarterbacks that no one needs to hear about. Shut the fuck up. Cage match right now. Andy Dalton, Blaine Gabbert. Who wins? James, what happened to me? <laughs> <Sam? laughs> What's up, I Chris? I don't want to get into this. Let's move on to the Titans because I have good points about the Titans. All right? God damn it. Titans 42, Jags 20. Uh, I know you wrote this, James. Derrick Henry, big boy, scary and fast. Derrick Henry, very good. Derrick Henry, very good. It's about to hit Derrick Henry's season. Heisman season's coming up. This is when he performs the best. Buy high or buy low. I don't know how stocks work. Just buy in on Derrick Henry. Stonks. 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 All the stonks. Henry's a beast. 74 yard uh, touchdown. Was filthy. Couple stiff arms. That guy is elusive. He's big. He's scary. And he's he's not elusive. He just runs through people. <laughs> but he has yeah. the move too. If he puts his arm out, you ain't getting any. If he gives you a stiff arm, no one's getting in. Yeah, but that's not elusive. That's just trucking through yeah, people. He is elusive as well. That's what I'm saying. He gets he's by. He's hard him. to wrap up. I think is what you're getting at. I think he's elusive. Yeah. 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 We. I, yeah. We got what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I support you, Chris. Uh, Ryan Tannehill secured himself yes, for I support you years. as well. I, I get <laughs> fuck up, Zach. Let James. So talk. Ryan Tannehill secured a position for him on the Titans for the next two years, unless Blaine Gabbert becomes a free agent. Um, Nick Foles, kind of flat day. He had 272 through the air, no touchdowns though. And uh, Zach, you got a freaky Friday thing you want to talk to us about about Tennessee, Ten I C. Uh, yes, so ever since Ryan Tannehill showed up to Tennessee, I think they switched bodies a la Freaky Friday style, so I definitely think Marcus Mariota is actually Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Tannehill is actually in Marcus Mariota's body, um, because 
my man ran for two touchdowns this week and jumped over two defenders in the end zone. So that you was pretty cool. I'm 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 actually I'm actually pretty happy for Ryan Tannehill because I I did thought he was a pretty good quarterback, but he was stuck on the Dolphins. So I agree. kind of happy for him that he got out of there. And he's... I agree. What's that? I, those two rushing touchdowns were good. Very good. Yeah, he he definitely showed that he has some he has some gas in the tank when he's running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's no Blaine Gabbard, but... It, but I think it shows, like Zach just said, mm-hmm. him not in Miami is not a horrible quarterback. I think once he got out of Miami, he's able to show a little of what he has. That's... I, I yeah. agree. I think they're letting him... Zach, sorry. I what is off. going on here? It's a shit show podcast. It's all good. I'm just getting, I, I just have really crappy connections, so I'm like getting uh, I'm getting bits and pieces of what you guys are saying. I'm sure it's happening on the other side as well. But um, yeah, so apologize for that. But um, um anyways, Pat's thirteen, Cowboys nine. <laughs> um This game uh, this was awful. This was, this was, was a, a game. This was perfectly boring. Yeah, this I, was a pretty boring game. It, it, Brady wasn't doing well. My boy Nikhil had his moments, or had a moment. I'm telling you, just wait. Stonks up. Stonks. Um, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still gonna stick by with the Cowboys. I mean, you already talked about your take on them. That if they got rid of Jason Garrett and got a decent coach in there, they'd be a much better team. Um, also, we'll I, see in the offseason because they're about to lose. Jason Garrett's a bag of trash. They shouldn't be losing with all the talent. Yeah, I, I don't like it's That was a hard game, though. It, it was downpouring for both sides. It, it was downpouring at certain points. The winds were gusting up over 20 miles an hour at one point it's hard to i mean look at the patriots for a while they took their punt returner off the field and would just let the ball drop that ball is slippery and hard to catch like puberty do you want the cricket i'm getting i'm getting a vicious look right now from everyone for that ball drop Um, chris do you think chris do you think it's a different game with blaine gabbard out under center I'm going to come over both of you guys and punch you in the face. I'm going to fly down to Tampa, come back up, and go straight to Lynn. I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. It. Boy, if you try, I'll get the whole hood. I swear. The whole hood will show up at my house and light you up. Don't even come at me. But no. Not that smoke. Right? Cowboys. Um, did you guys watch the game? Yeah. So what did you think yes. of the final seconds when the Pats could have just kicked a field goal? Instead, Brady goes, throws the ball, leaves one second, and it was also, it should have been intentional grounding, but they didn't call it. I thought that was, they could have just won by seven points. Eight? Yeah, seven points. Yeah, but they also should have got a pick six out of it. I think he did the right play. He just missed time. But they could have went for a field goal. Right. Or they could have just tried to run out the clock, which they gave him another play, which is dumb. But I think they have more faith in the... Yeah. ...offense right now. I just... Like I, I said, I think it was just a mismanaged play. Trying to do. I just feel like a field goal would have ended it right away. Then they could have done a squib kick if they made it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you can always look at stuff back like that. We are not Bill Belichick. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So take that as you will. I think I think they're fine. I mean, they won the game. If, if they lost, I think it's a different story that we're talking about. I think we're talking about why or how or whatever. Yeah. But they did what they had to do, and they won. Um, I think we should slide on, because that game, I had to take that that was one of the better games of the week. That was obviously wrong. Uh, let's move on to the Packers 
the Niners and the reason Drew isn't here this week. Uh, yes, and, Drew is sad boy. Drew is said the boy. His Packers got stomped on by the yes. Niners, 37-28. Jesus, I'm listening to 49. Um, another bad take I had last week, that the primetime spots were great, going to be great games. Wrong. Very wrong. V wrong. V bad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, also bad. 104 yards and one touchdown. That's not what you want out of that. He's avoiding having to apologize to Chris by not being on the podcast today. See what happens later this week. He's not going to apologize. I argued with Zach about this the other day. Is Since I've said that Rodgers is going flat, he has not had an amazing game. And I still have no apology. I mean, to be fair, the, the Packers offense this year seems to go a lot through the ground. I mean, they still can air it out, but with yeah. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, you might as well just keep running the rock. Which didn't work right in the Niners. Their defense showed up. They were great. But it's, um, this is obviously not going to be sustainable if they make it into the playoffs. The Packers need to like get their shit together. Mm-hmm. And I I've came out and, and said things. Is I like Rodgers, and I'm not blaming this on him. I'm not 100% blaming this on him. I think, like you just said, they're sticking with the ground game, and it's, it's kind of flat all around their offense. And I think, uh, at what point do you think do you start to worry about it for playoffs? And now is that point. I think they really need to improve if they want to make it far. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, looking ahead at the Packers, their schedule's not super rough. Um, they have a lot of NFC North opponents. The biggest game really looks like the Vikings. So I, I don't think I'm necessarily worried about them going into it. I think they need to get their confidence back up. I think they might be dropping at the right time. But it, this could just be a full-on drop spike. Like, we need, they need to pick it back up. And they need to get back on that hot streak going into the playoffs. It's when you want to be hot. So... We'll see. We'll see what Drew thinks, but I don't know. They have a lot of they have a lot of good confidence games on their schedule, so I'm not I'm not worried, but I'm definitely concerned. It's also they also face the yeah, 49ers, which you got to give them. I mean, the 49ers, as we have now officially seen, are a really good team, and they're yeah. they should be. It's about time to say that the 49ers are good. <laughs> It only took us almost the majority of the or majority of the season. The but first eight games when they were eight, no, I was not like, me. I had them. I I predicted them to win the NFC West and take the number the number one spot in the playoffs for the NFC. Uh, so I don't need to take that back. I predicted that from the beginning. So yeah. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Uh, I hate you. I hate you. This is this is the podcast. This is the podcast where Bonus splits, and I become a hermit and don't get to do Bonus the podcast anymore. Uh, like I like we all predicted um, in Meet the Boda Boys. <laughs> I was the first one voted off the island. It's definitely gonna happen. Zach is gonna start Tova Sports. Stay tuned. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on to our last game, guys. Uh, was that okay. Ravens uh, Rams complete blowout? Complete blowout. I said this was going to be a 50-50, where like I think it could either it did go the way of the blowout, but I thought it could have been a much closer battle. I thought it was going to be neck and neck. I was wrong. Jared Goff still partying, still getting drunk. Lamar Jackson is just getting. All of the stats for his MVP campaign. Uh, five touchdowns and 169 yards through the air, plus another, I think, 90 on the ground. Might be wrong there, but I think 90. 95! God! How did the Browns beat them? <laughs> James, the, the genuine shock in your voice was just... It's... It was great. Um... I saw a quote. Uh, I think I think it was earlier today um, that um, someone asked him how it feels to be um, the front runner for the MVP, and he goes, "I don't care about winning an MVP. I care about winning a Super Bowl." And uh, that is the exact right attitude to have, especially if you are 
a uh, 22 year old um, working on your first full season um, he's not letting I feel like he's not letting the big stage get to him um, he has his mind focused on what's really most important um, yes MVP is awesome but what's even better is a ring on your finger so oh, I think he's got the right mindset remember that time when the Raiders fans, uh, booed him last year when he started over Flacco yeah, I I remember. I, I remember Pepper Charmers. It's I think it's safe to say the Ravens are scary good. Um, I mean if they keep this up, I don't see the Pats beating them in the AFC conference game at all. Lamar Jackson is unreal. It look at only threw okay. twenty times yesterday. And five of them were touchdowns. I want that. If true. the Browns somehow, by the grace of God, manage to beat. I, I still don't understand, but it's the Ravens are right now the team to beat. I want you guys to understand this. If the Browns somehow, by the grace of God, managed to get two wins against the Ravens, I'm going to swing that all over this keyboard and just wipe it in your face. Honestly, right. I'll tell you what. I'll make a bet with you. If the Browns right. beat the Ravens twice, I will get myself a Mayfield jersey. And I will wear it. Okay, I mean, the Browns jerseys are great. You gotta get the neon Browns yeah. jerseys fire. I will. That's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, Zach promised to shave his face earlier. Like, his entire... Yeah, what are you doing? I wanted to say it. God damn it. Yeah, no, if the uh, the NFC... The team that makes it out of the NFC East wins a playoff game, I I promise you I will shave all of the hair off of my face. Beard. Eyebrows. Uh, I'm not sold on the head yet, but... Alright, how about this? If they blow out a team in the playoffs, I will also shave my head. If they win by less than seven points in the playoffs, I will do the eyebrows and the beard. All right, I'll tell you what, Zach. Let me add something to this. So if they win by seven, you'll do the... Or what are you saying? If they win by what, you'll do the head? What was the the number? More than seven. More than seven, everything on my head. Seven or less, just the eyebrows and the beard. If they don't... If they don't win a game, then I get to keep all my hair, which is fantastic. Okay. So. If it's more than a 14-point game, how about this? You have to shave oh, an oh. part into your chest in body hair and post it on the Boda Twitter or Boda Instagram. Oh, Austin Powers heart? Oh no! How about this? I got one to top it. If the oh, Browns God. the Ravens twice, I'll let you guys wax my chest. Ooh, that's <gasps> Ooh. Yes! If the Browns beat the Ravens twice, Chris, how much of your chest? Like a couple strips for waxing? The or The whole thing. The whole thing? 40-year-old version. The whole thing, dude? Oh, oh my God, what? The whole chest. Okay. I'll pay for the waxing okay. for that. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I'll 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 pony up on that. Have to win though. Shit. If the Browns win against the in, is that do we, do we have a caveat on my end or what? Do we have a caveat on my end? Do I have anything on the table here or no? Because I've already uh, put up a jersey. Are you banking on them winning? No. Yeah. Then uh, we'll we'll say if the Browns lose. Uh, I got one. 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 Um, if the Browns do not beat the Ravens a second time, you must find a way to make the letter F and put it over the B on Baker. For Baker? Stop trying to ruin Baker my jersey, <laughs> bro! If you just tape over it, it's not gonna ruin it. Permanent? No, I'm not. I need F. I need Faker. I need Faker Mayfield because he's a faker. He's a terrible quarterback this year. No, he's not. He has had such a good stretch so far. After starting the year bad, he's had such a phenomenal stretch. I don't, I don't care. He's he's duty. <laughs> Fuck you. You just want to shave your face. <laughs> <laughs> You're just mad because I don't like Blaine Gabbert. 
<laughs> okay, so quick rundown for everyone on Boda. If, if the Ravens lose, Chris like has a three team parlay. Chris, Chris is getting his chest waxed. If the if an NFC East team wins in the first round of the playoffs, Zach by seven, Zach shaves his entire head. Less than seven, Zach just shaves his entire face. Fourteen, he does the Austin Powers. Commit. How about this? Fourteen, I'll get a tattoo of a dick on my wrist. No, I can't let you do that. <laughs> you can't let me do that. Okay, good. No, don't let me do that, please. That's a joke. That was a joke. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do the Austin Powers hard on my chest. All right, 14. 14 points. You get the Austin Powers. Pray for that spread, folks. I'll make one more. I'll make one more bet. Jesus That's Christ. it. All right. Okay. Browns win All right. this season. I will let you guys pick a tattoo of any choosing to put on my butt. This is the kid who has a kidney issue who realistically shouldn't get tattooed. <laughs> I mean, our, our, James, uh, James, I don't really think we need to discuss this. I don't think anything else but insert here is going on his ass cheek. Yeah, no, valid. Insert here, tattoo. If the Browns win the Super Bowl. Or, 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 or Boner Garage. Ooh. Uh, we'll discuss okay, that later. Bad. I think we've run a little bit long on this one. Nothing. Yeah, probably. Too sexual that would make me seem gay so the fact the f- <laughs> you're not leaving the bone okay it's there for the time being it's called business. what are you talking about you definitely there's 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 some seasonal boners that you gotta leave in there with the covers on i mean it, 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 that's why they're in a garage man you gotta keep them away from the weather yeah, is it a residential boner garage or is it like a city boner garage? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, it's guys. Pro- honestly, it's probably it's probably a city boner garage. Chris doesn't seem like he's that cleanly. It's got some rats that, in there. That, uh, he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't keep up with his, uh, his cleaning bills. All right, Chris, you do a couple baby wipes. I'm going to clear us out of here. Boda Sports, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You already knew that. The Bodasports.news online. For Zach, for Chris. I'm James. What do you guys got anything to say in a sign off? Uh nope. Stay soggy, my people. That's all I got. Chris, we'll see you next time. I already talked and it got cut off. But uh thank you for listening. That's okay. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Zach. We love you all.